pound it down, load it up and truck it. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? Are we got a long way to go and a short time to get there? Welcome back to another episode of Smoky College Football Picks with the Bandit. I'm here, I'm Smokey, I'm here with the Bandit, as always, talking a little college fantasy and some gambling advice if you live in one of those pro-gambling states. But, Bandit, I think we got to start this week off with just the strangest news to come to college football in a long time. And college football is no stranger to strange news. D. Eric King. D. Eric King, University of Houston, quarterback. Number one overall pick in a lot of fantasy leagues. What happened? First off, have you ever met another D. Eric? Where do these football players get these unique names? I, I, I have never met a D. Eric. I, I don't think he was born with that name. Something tells me he was in school and his name was Eric and he got a lot of D's. <laughs> they just <laughs> changed his name. But There's a DeAndre. There's DeAndre's a, a great name, but D. DeAndre. Eric? I mean, come on. You know, you're just making these things up now. But yeah, D. Eric King having a decent year broke uh, Tim Tebow's consecutive game record. Did scoring you just call him Tebow? Tebow. Tebow. Okay. Okay. Tebow. I, I probably did. Tebow. I actually know a Jason Tebow. Maybe that's why. So anyway, D. Eric King broke Tim Tebow's consecutive game streak with a touchdown, rushing, and passing. Just decided to up and redshirt in the middle of a season. Have you ever heard of anything like this, Bandit? I've, I've never heard of anything even close to this. Um, although, you know, it's getting different at college football with the transfers, right? So the transfer window is just like a revolving door some places. And I, I guess that there's a rumor that he's going to transfer. Um, and that's why he would redshirt to save a year of eligibility. Yeah. Um, it's a bold move, Cotton. We'll see if it works out for him. Yeah, the rumor was Oklahoma, but I'm also hearing, and this would not be good, Florida State. Ooh, well, yeah. you know, they've got they've got James One Reed Blackman over there. So, Derek King, I don't want to see him at Florida State. I don't think that would be good for our Florida Gators, but yeah, we will absolutely. see. I, I think it's a transfer move for sure. Uh, he's going to transfer somewhere. Just the question is where. Yeah, well, we, we don't play – we play in Power 5 only fantasy, so this doesn't affect any of our leagues. But Until he transfers to a team midseason. Uh, <laughs> then transfers, yeah. I don't think they're going to let him in midseason, but uh, this wouldn't have affected us. Plus, I didn't have the number one pick in any of my leagues, not even close to the number one pick. And Bandit, I don't know if you recall, last week I was talking. I didn't like the direction I was trending with my fantasy leagues. Started off 5-0, and winning five of my leagues. Next week, won four. Next week, won three. Well, I'm back to 5-0. and oh, Won all five of my leagues last week due to the game of the year. I had predicted that we were going to have the game of the year last week. Had the right week. Had the wrong game because I stayed up till 2.30 a.m. Okay. here. You're talking about the Washington State game, and we're going to get to them. Well, I'm going to let you I'm gonna let you tease that a little bit. Okay. You had a little bit of fantasy drama. We're going to talk about Washington State, second-to-last game on the podcast. We got 12 games ready to go, though. You ready to get into it? Are you cutting me off? Are you cutting me I'm, off? I'm, cutting I'm, I'm saving State it for later. Well? I'm saving it for later. I'm saying I'm calling a timeout here. I'm calling a timeout, and I'm saying let's save it for the game. Let's save it for the Washington State game later today. Let's get going then. All right. So leading what, are you off, late to got... a pizza party? <laughs> yeah, I got a pizza party going on outside, outside right now. So I've got uh, starting off with a Friday night game, which I, I can't figure out one way or another. I'd like to hear your thoughts first. Penn State at Maryland, 
Penn State, six-point favorite on Friday night. Who you got? I am so far off the Maryland bandwagon. I mean, they looked so spectacularly awful two weeks ago. Uh, Sean Clifford, you know, he has not looked great. Uh, if I'm a Penn State fan and I'm watching the games, I, I'm probably sitting there not very feeling very comfortable. But that Penn State defense isn't too shabby. They're not great. I'm taking Penn State to cover this spread. Okay, well, I'm, I'm there with you. And as we say on the podcast, we do our picks separate. We don't just kind of like parrot each other, whatever we say. Why don't you tell the listeners how I did last week? Okay, okay. Well, we got to get into records. So last week, Smokey had his best week of the uh, season. He is now back to 500 on the overall season. With last week, he's hot 8-3-1 and one against the spread. Uh, Bandit, not as good as that. Um, but I'm still 26 and 20 on the season, and I went six five and one last week. So I believe I nailed my lock too. You did nail your lock, which is, and I wisely did not go against your lock. Uh, your lock was Wisconsin, um, and um, I hit my lock. My lock was Washington. So you are now, I think, two and three on your locks, and I'm four and one or three and one on the locks. Although I think you took two locks one week, so it was a little bit of a cheat. So. We are moving on the locks pretty well, but I'm going to say um, I'm not locking this game up, but I agree with you here. Penn State, uh, also important to note, they're coming off a bye. So I like Penn State on a bye going to Maryland with a pretty good defense, shut down Josh Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And, and yep, yep, yep. that's San Dimas High School football guy. He's been off my team for weeks. Oh, Dante, Dante Dimas. Dante Dimas. <laughs> Dante Dimas High School football rules. Uh, All right. So – then we've got the uh, the other teen thro- heartthrob, not Josh Jackson, but we got Jonathan Taylor Thomas over at Wisconsin hosting Northwestern. Wisconsin, a 24-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, who you like in this one? If I was to say Captain Mauza, Captain Mauza, do you get that reference? I, I, that, the reference goes right by me. I have no idea. You don't remember Captain Mauser from Police Academy? <laughs> I, I remember uh, Tackleberry, and I remember Mahoney. You don't remember the a-hole captain, the ca- the guy that was always mean to it was. Anyway, that guy's name was Mauser. Yeah, it was Mauser. I didn't know that dude had a name. Yeah, and he had a name, Captain Mauser, and I just remember him singing when he was like washing his hair, and they they had like glued his, they replaced his shampoo with glue, and he got his hands glued to his head. I have no idea why that name popped in. I guess it popped into my head. Because it rhymes with Isaiah Bowser, <laughs> Captain Bowser. <laughs> That's horrible. I, I expected Isaiah Bowser to have a ba- bounce back week. Last week was his first time in the lineup. He did not look too good. I think Wisconsin's the real deal. I wouldn't be surprised if Wisconsin gets to the big dance. They are the power of the Big Ten. I think JTT runs all over Northwestern this week. I think Wisconsin covers this spread. All right, I, I completely agree here. I've got I've got JTT in Wisconsin rolling big here. Northwestern's been pretty uh, much, I, I mean they've just been a bad defense like throughout the uh, the year so far. I don't see it changing at Wisconsin. I see this as twenty eight like three halftime score, and that covers um, right right there. So I like Wisconsin as well. Nothing else to say. Jonathan Taylor goes crazy. Um, the school that. Uh, Derek King may transfer to uh, next year. Oklahoma hosting Texas Tech. Oklahoma, 27-point favorite. Who do you like here? Well, first off, one last thing on Oklahoma. Uh, pardon me, Wisconsin. 
I think the new thing we have to say about Jonathan Taylor Thompson, JTT, he's on a mission from God this year to win the Heisman. By the way, mission oh, you, God, you, you, like, you like the running back winning the Heisman? You're, you're, you're I thought it was uh, your boy Joe Burrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm hedging my, 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 my odds there and everything. But I'll tell you what, this game, you know, Alan Bowman done for the year. Good point. Uh, good yeah. point. Texas Tech QB, Texas, sophomore out. Texas Tech coach now coaching the Cardinals, the one they had the explosive offense. Cliff Kingsbury. Je- Jeff Duffy, not an explosive quarterback, horrible behind center. I think they're planning to play two horrible quarterbacks. And what do we say on this show, Bandit? When you play two quarterbacks, you have zero quarterbacks. And I'll tell you what, this Oklahoma defense, it's not Oklahoma's defense from last year. I almost locked this game up, but then I went to read the rest of the games. <laughs> you know, you, you do a little better on your locks if you read all the games first and then submit your lock. It's always good. I am taking Oklahoma to cover this spread and cover it big. All right, all right. So I'm going to uh, agree with you here on Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts is going to have a huge, huge game here. Texas Tech, Alan Bowman. Um, what, what's the kid's name? Duffy? What's Jeff this? Duffy. Jeff Duffy. Okay, here's a question for you. Um, what ethnicity do you think Jeff Duffy is? Malaysian. No, not Malaysian. Not Malaysian. But anyway, um, that, that'll be an interesting question for later. No, he's an uh, African-American quarterback. I find Jeff Duffy, I always thought it was going to be a white guy, frankly. Maybe that's a little racism on my part against the Duffies out there. Never Patrick Duffy. Patrick Duffy's who 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 wasn't comes he to my the mind. guy from Dallas? Patrick Duffy? I think so. I think he is the guy from Dallas. That's He's a right. Big old white boy. He is. He is. So Oklahoma, I think um, they, they've got a you know they're going to be able to basically do whatever they want on offense here in this game. And I think Texas Tech is going to struggle with Mr. Duffy and whoever else they bring in under center. So um, I like Oklahoma as well. Three games in a row we agree on. So we're either going to do really well or really poorly so far. Um, sticking, uh, well, we're not going to stick in the Big 12. We're going to look at the SEC. We got a pretty bad matchup, in my opinion. Neutral site. I guess they're playing in Dallas, maybe. Bump, bump, bump. Little Patrick bum, Duffy. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Speaking of Patrick Duffy, great lead in, <laughs> Bandit. All right. So we've got Texas A&M in Dallas against Arkansas. A&M's a 23.5-point favorite. Too many points, or what do you think? Yeah, I, you know, I was high on A&M last week, and uh, boy, that they did not. I Kellen Mund is their quarterback, right? Yeah, not Olivia Mund, but Kellen Mund. Oh, Olivia Mund, nice. Oh, have a moment. Anyway, Kellen Mund, I don't think he's that good, but they've already lost my guy, Joshan Corbin, uh, for the season. Corbin. 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 <laughs> Corbin, like Corbin Burnson. Just okay. remember that. What? Coburn. <laughs> I want Coburn. it to be more like James Coburn, that <laughs> cool old actor. He had a whole like Western thing Just going on. Sean right Corbin. Okay, well they've lost him for the year. Isaiah Spiller really let me down. I I, I was you you know me. I I get a little freaky about the football and go mad on the text messages. I think Isaiah Spiller bounces back here. Arkansas is spectacularly awful. If A and M can't cover this spread, they should be kicked out of the SEC. I'm taking A and M to cover. Okay, you, you said that, that De'Eric King was the most bizarre uh, news in college football. I got to tell you, have you heard about this Arkansas quarterback and his beef with a pop star? No. Okay, so Arkansas quarterback Nick Starkle. Uh, Nick Starkle? Isn't that Nick's, the Iron Man? Um, no, that's, Nick, that's uh, Stark, but I can't remember what Stark's first name <laughs> no. is. Anyway, 
So Nick Starkle said that he's a huge uh, Justin Bieber fan. Oh, yeah. I heard something, but I, I, I see Justin Bieber in the headlines, and I just move on to the next thing. Yeah. And, um, and, and then he said, so I guess before they played San Jose State, before the game or, or sometime in the week coming in, he said that he was a huge Justin Bieber fan. And then Nick Starkle. I would have benched out. the quarterback right then and there. <laughs> right, right, right. That should have benched him right there. But he makes it even worse. He goes out and he throws five interceptions in the loss to San Jose State. So he was as bad as a Justin Bieber concert. <laughs> exactly. But then he said he vowed no more nonsense. I'm no longer a Bieber fan. What does one thing have to do with another? I have no idea. He's he's I've ripped I've ripped the Bieber shirt off uh, like he was wearing a Justin Bieber shirt during pregame warmups or something like that. And he just said no more nonsense, no distractions. I'm just focusing on the team and not Justin Bieber. So not only does that like make him just sound like ridiculous, he's just a yeah. moron. Right. Yeah. But it pisses off all the I guess uh, the Bieber has these these uh, fans, believers or whatever they are, all the all the hundred Bieber believers to say that the the Bieber believers out there. So they've been trolling this Nick Starkle kid and he just he can't get out Iron Man. We've established he's not Iron Man. He's not Iron Man. So he basically pissed off the entire Bieber nation. It's the most absurd story in college football other than Derek King taking a red shirt and a knee in the middle of the season. Um, I think there's no way Arkansas comes close to covering this game and I, I think Texas A&M is going to roll big. Um, who do you have in this one? You have Texas A&M I, as well? I have A&M. You see, if you listen to what I say, you'd know who I have. Oh, well, it's such a long time ago. I had to tell that long uh, Beaver it's story. It's an interesting story, but I, no, I have a, A&M covering. You have A&M covering. Okay, so that's four games in a row that we agree on. All right. Again, we don't, we don't, we pick separate before the show. All right. We're going to come out different on this one, I think. Clemson at UNC, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Evidently has no pop star allegiance, and he doesn't talk about stupid stuff like that. He's ready to go in and give Mac Brown a bad day, but they're 27-point favorites. Too many points, or what do you think? I'll tell you what. Trevor Lawrence has not looked great this year. I mean, I, I he entered this year as the Heisman favorite. I would put him, like, fifth. I've got JTT before him. i got my boy Anthony Gordon at Washington State before him. I've got my boy at Joe LSU, Burrow. Joe Burrow. I've got the what's his name at Ohio State before him. Yeah, I've, yeah, Justin Fields. I've got the guy at Oklahoma. I've got Kyle Trask before him. Okay, maybe I'm going a little far. Yeah, but maybe Justin Herbert. Maybe 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 him out I there. Can't stand. I've got no Justin better. Herbert. Yeah, I've got maybe no Tua Herbert. is in front of him right now. Tua's in front of him. Yeah, and I mean we've now pushed him down to eighth tops. Justin um, Bieber's now in front of him. <laughs> That's right. Nick Starkle with his Justin Bieber T-shirt is in front of him. So we don't even have him in the top ten for Heisman anymore. That's Even though right. we That's don't right. have him in the top 10, it's either going to be a big dose of him finally getting out of this malaise or Travis Etnan running all over them trying to catch up to JTT. I got Clemson winning this one easy and covering the spread. Okay, you're probably completely right. I really like Clemson coming into this, but I've just got this feeling UNC is just they, – they just managed to just lose close games. It's what they do. Uh, in a Mac Brown coach team, they get close. I see this as being like a 10 point Clemson victory. So I'm going to take UNC 
uh, with with uh, uh, their their QB. I guess Howell. Uh, I, I'm, I'm blanking Is that on the, the guy person. from that Gilligan's Island show. Mr. Howell, exactly. Yeah. No, a lot of pop I, culture I, references on this show. A lot of them. A lot of them. A lot of TV references. And if you have a pop culture reference that you want to make with a college football player, tweet us in at Smoky Bandit CFB. Or hit us up with an email at SmokeyandTheBanditCFB at Yahoo.com. Very good, man. That's that. That's a professional podcaster right there, ladies and gentlemen. So we both are – we found a game that we're different on. So we're going to go and, – and by the way, his name is Sam Howell over at UNC. Um, Clemson's defense is for real. three-hour tour. <laughs> on a three-hour tour, hopefully it's going to be good for, uh, for the Bandits pick. Another bizarre – Although this one I just think is funny. Story out of Alabama. We got Ole Miss at Alabama. Alabama's a 37-point favorite. Before we get into the game, did you hear about the rock, paper, scissors? I heard something about they do that for touchdowns, and my guy must be a horrible rock, scissor, paper player because Jerry Judy is not putting up the kind of touchdowns, although he had two last week, I would think. Uh, Henry Ruggs must be a great rock scissor paper player. <laughs> well so evidently it came out that alabama receivers play rock paper scissors to determine who basically runs the go route and the go route is evidently the touchdown route in this offense so um jerry judy evidently is a horrible rock paper scissors uh player because he doesn't get the go route and he hasn't gotten many touchdowns do you, um, do you remember the seinfeld rock paper scissor between kramer and mickey I remember one, two, three, shoot, and then there was another game that was like well, in, no, a pot of, like, in a pot of something. No, rock beats paper. It does? Yeah, rock pot flies through paper. Like, well, <laughs> I then don't what remember beats that. rock? Nothing. And like, Although okay, I one, do two, remember three, the Big rock. Bang. <laughs> do you remember the alternative to that, rock, paper, scissors? Which uh, was Big rock, bang paper, theory. scissor, lizard, Spock? Lizard, Spock, exactly. <laughs> that is right. And then there's a thesis. There's a thesis somewhere in there, too, which is um, which disproves... Rock, paper, scissor, Monica Lewinsky, lizard, Spock. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's an endless, endless game. So I have Ole Miss. I'm, I'm taking an another team here to keep it close. I'm going to take Ole Miss in this one just because I think Alabama will get up and then just kind of hit the brakes um, in the second half. And Ole Miss, I think, is not as terrible as people are, are saying. Oh, no, no. Ole Miss is, don't, don't, don't let them down. They are spectacularly awful. I, I unfortunately took their defense in a deep, deep league, and uh, they, they're really terrible. Scotty Phillips has not had a great year. They are bad on both sides of the ball. The question here is only how early does Alabama pull their starters? I think they pulled Tua and the rest of the first teamers in the first half last week. I'm hoping they're going to play them a little longer this week, and uh, I'm going to take Alabama to cover this spread. Yeah, that's that, that's pretty good. I I can't really argue with that. But are you telling the uh, the the listeners that they shouldn't start Ole Miss's defense this week? Is that is that really the advice you're giving them? The league I own them in, I have them on the bench. I can't. I'm playing Duke's own. defense. That's how deep this league is. I have Duke's defense and Ole Miss. You play two defenses. I think it's a 20 team league. So think about it. You've got at least 60 defenses owned. Yeah. So I mean, I I've got to look at this and. You know, I, I told that myself that I wasn't going to switch, and I'm not going to switch. I'm going to stick with Ole Miss. But I, the other thing I don't like is Alabama goes into a bye after this. So they're probably going to get their players some significant Well, maybe money. they could play Tua longer because he won't get tired out because he has a bye the following week. Maybe. That might be it. And, uh, and I mean, they have Texas A&M after the bye, but that's still plenty of time to get ready. And then they have two cupcake games against Tennessee and Arkansas. 
after that. So their their schedule doesn't really start until that LSU game on the November 9th. That's going to be a great game. I can't wait to see that. That's I I you know that's I got that one circled. So we've got um we got an I mean I like this game and this is probably a game I'm going to watch next. Um, we've got Virginia at Notre Dame. Notre Dame a 12 point favorite. Who you like in this one? Well, first I want to say I told people last week that Georgia was way overrated, and you know even though Notre Dame didn't win this game, Jake from State from is just not a good quarterback. That's why I, I got to take back all the all the credit I gave him at the beginning of the season. I, that's yeah. why I think the Gators, if Kyle Trask proves out to be okay, I think the Gators could beat Georgia. Their defense is vicious, but um, yeah, Notre Dame played them tight, and I don't think Ian Book's that great of a quarterback. The problem is Virginia is, uh, what's his name, Bryce Perkins, I think? Yep, Bryce from Perkins. Right. It's Bryce and everybody else. There's not a lot else there on that Virginia team. In fact, I can't name anybody else on the Virginia team. I'm taking Notre Dame to bounce back and to cover this spread. I, Bryce Perkins hasn't looked that great this season. Okay, three in a row that we uh, we go opposite. Because I'm going to go I'm gonna go Virginia and Bryce Perkins and the fighting uh, head coach. This game's Marco. at Notre Dame, right? It's at Notre Dame, okay. yeah. Um, the the head coach uh, Mendenbaum, also known as Mendenhall, Bronco Mendenhall, um, getting it done at at Notre Dame. I think I like Virginia to sneaky win this game outright. I'm I'm just I just I'm feeling good about Bryce Perkins in this game, and I think Notre Dame already you know kind of kept it close against Georgia and was kind of outclassed that whole game. I think that's uh I think that that's got a recipe for this game to be at least a close one, maybe a field goal game. I disagree. You disagree. Let's see if we agree on another one. We're going to go out to the Pac-12 here, and uh, where they don't play any defense. Um, but I was really surprised Southern Cal beating Utah last last week. Um, they go to Washington, and Washington's a ten and a half point favorite. What do you think about this one? Yeah, that's that Southern Cal beating Utah really really shocked me. Which has who's playing quarterback for USC? That's the first thing. Is it Slovia, whatever? Cause he got nuked like uh, a second into that game. And then they brought in, I think his name might be Matt Fink, their third string quarterback. And he threw all over Utah. So who's it going to be behind center? I, I'm Slo- like Slovis. Slovis is out. Slovis, Slovis is, out. is out. So Matt yeah. Fink is playing. Okay. So it's, it's definitely Matt-, Matt Fink. So playing okay, accordingly. Yeah. I don't understand how Utah could not stop Matt Fink. Uh, that was really shocking. Uh, maybe he steps up. That'd be pretty funny. If you're JT Daniels, you've had two USC quarterbacks that both look better than you. I always wonder when both backup quarterbacks look this much better than the starter, what the hell's wrong with the coach? What are they looking at in practice? That's what I'm wondering. That's what it's I asked like, about the Gators. Kyle Trask looked 10 times better than Philippe Franks. We we knew Kyle Trask was better, though. As Gator fans, we knew that. We just yeah, knew that I, they were running with Felipe because he, he had like the five game win streak or whatever. That's why I have an issue with our coach. I know it's like play the better quarterback, regardless of whether he's, he's the incumbent. Yeah. So Um, anyway, Salvin Ahmed, I believe is out here for Washington, which screws me because I have him in almost every one of my leagues. He's also not been that great this year. Jacob Eason looks like a solid little quarterback. There might be a little uh, family lineage there. I'm taking Washington to cover this spread. I, I, you know, USC travel, traveling to Washington's tough. I'm taking Washington to cover this spread. Okay, I am riding and dying with Washington this season. Um, they were my lock last week. They came through against BYU. I think I've picked them every time on the podcast, and they've come through. I'm taking them again to cover. I like them in this game. I think Matt Fink comes back down to earth. Um, he's got some skilled position players that he can throw to there with Taylor Vaughn and uh, 
uh, St. Brown. But, you know, I just think that it's going to be it's going to be too much Jacob Eason. I like Washington to, to cover the spread by a few touchdowns. Yeah, All right. I agree. This is the team that you like. And and um, I don't know what you thought about them against Texas, but we've got Oklahoma State hosting Kansas State. Oklahoma State, a four point favorite. Are you still are you still behind your uh, your Cowboys? I am. I thought for three quarters they played pretty pretty good. They hung in there with Texas. You know, I said Oklahoma State has no defense. You know, so I knew that. Steven Sanders, like BH nine hundred two and zero, show his wrapped. He can fully focus on football. I can't believe how low this spread was. I can't believe it's only four points. I'll be. I, I mean, that's that's kind of tipping which way I'm going. But yeah, yeah I, I mean, Chupa Hubbard. I mean, even if Steven Sanders doesn't run all over them and throw all of them, Chupa Hubbard is going to run all over them. I am locking this one up, and Oklahoma State is going to win by at least three touchdowns, in my opinion. Okay, so I've got Oklahoma State as well for the exact same reasons, and it is the sign of the apocalypse. Oh, my God. Never before. I locked this game up as well. I locked – so we've got the double lock on Oklahoma State. Is this the first time ever? First time ever on the show. First time ever on the show we've both come up with the same lock. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. So maybe the uh, entire Oklahoma State starting team is suspended, and we don't know. But it, it, there's probably some injury we don't know about. There's probably something going on with Chuba Hubbard that we don't know about. There's something going on with with Sanders that we don't know about. I don't know. Or Kansas State's a lot better than we think. But no. I've got Oklahoma. They're State. They're not even the best oh. team in Kansas. If this was Kansas, it's a must win for Oklahoma State. There's no way they don't put it on Kansas State in this game. Kansas State isn't any good. I know. I agree. I can't believe it's only four points. Yeah. So, I mean, I saw that spread as well, and I'm like, that's my lock. So you got it right here. Um, first time ever on the podcast, I don't know, 48 episodes or something like that. We've got the same lock. Oklahoma State over Kansas. Book it. Uh, Oklahoma State to cover the four points. Wow. All right. Three games left. We go SEC. Then we go, well, I guess it's Pac-12. And then we go back to the Big Ten for the, for the big primetime game. Starting off in the SEC, we got Mississippi State at Auburn. Auburn, a 10.5-point favorite. Who do you like? Yeah, and I'll tell you what. You know, Auburn's defense had underwhelmed me the first few weeks, but they look great. I mean, they completely shut down the A&M run game. Not that Isaiah Spiller is Coburn Corbin. (laughs) (laughs) Right, he's not not Coburn. uh, Bo Nix is... He's got more in common. He, I, I don't think – I'm not afraid of Bo Nix. But Tommy Stevens, I don't know if he's back this week or not. The Mississippi State offense has looked at a sink all year. I, I, I mean, I think Auburn's going to cover this spread. I'm taking Auburn. All right. I agree with you there, too. I mean, I, I like Auburn in this game as well. I like Bo Nix. I think, I, I, I think Bo Nix is better than what you think. I mean, he's young, and he's going to get better. I, I think he's a pretty decent quarterback. I'm Although I am less concerned about – the Gators playing Auburn than I am the Gators playing LSU. Oh, not even close. Yeah. I do not want to see that LSU team. Um, and I, I, I mean, LSU has got to be like a 10 point favorite um, at home against Florida at least. Um, so yeah, I, I like Auburn as well here. Um, all right. So then we've got your team, Washington state at Utah. I've had you wait the entire podcast to tell your comeback story. Why don't you go ahead and tell the listeners what happened in fantasy to the, smoky fantasy football gods what happened it it was a dream come true you could unbuckle your pants while you listen to this one 
but stayed up late here on the East Coast. Had a 18% chance of winning in my main college. How many points were you down? I, I don't remember the exact points because we had multiple players still going. He had one Washington State wide receiver. I had one Washington State wide receiver, Anthony Gordon and Josh Kelly. I was down like 80 points or something. 80 sounds about right. And it was probably about midnight when I thought about turning the game off because it was like 42 to 17. And then I was checking some baseball scores to see how I was doing. And all of a sudden, UCLA, within three minutes, they scored four touchdowns. It was unbelievable. I mean, don't ever trust a Washington State wide receiver to hang onto the football after they catch it. Because Gordon, you know, yeah, he turned the ball over, I think, once or twice. I think he had an interception go out of a receiver's hands into a defender. And then he fumbled on the last play of the game. But nine touchdowns, you've probably heard it by now. If you own Anthony Gordon in fantasy, it was the highest scoring game in the history of the Pac-12, 67-63. Anthony Gordon, nine passing touchdowns, new Pac-12 record for most passing touchdowns. I actually know a guy on another podcast that had Washington State's defense in this game. Oh, my gosh. That, that had to be <laughs> negative them infinity. Up. Well, because how much did we talk about how much we hate Shoelace Robinson and how horrible Shoelace Robinson threw for 500 yards? Washington State could have the single worst defense in the nation. I mean, they are horrible. Play everybody against Washington State. I don't see them getting any better. I knew their defense was bad. But this was to let Shoelace Robinson light you up. I'll tell you what, Washington State, I love that offense, but that defense is pathetic. Max Borky's an exciting running back. They've got six different wide receivers. That's the only problem. You never know which wide receiver is going to have the big game. They had one who had four. Luckily, the guy who was playing, his wide receiver, like, was in the locker room. He never came out for the second half, and I ended how up many, winning. How many did you win by? Obviously, you won, and you covered the I think I won points. by, like, 12, 15 points. So it wasn't oh, even wow. close. That's I mean, crazy. It, it was crazy. I mean, it, this is crazy. But, it's oh, crazy. It's cr- but I had, like, Anthony Gordon in, like, three of my five leagues, you know, and, uh, yeah, I could how not many points did he? How many points was he worth in fantasy? I think he was worth, like, 72 points or something. <laughs> That's, it like, was... half your half your entire your scoring. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do. That'll do. So who do you like in this one? I mean, do you go with your 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 Gordon Love or do you go with the fighting Utes? And it's funny because whose defense do I have but Utah's defense in our league? And there's no you way. You can't run them out there. No, you can't run no, them out there. No. Uh, after USC lit up this defense, I'm actually concerned. Utah's defense ain't what it used to be. And I've heard – I don't know if Zach Moss is playing. I think he might be banged up. Do you know about that? I know you own Zach I, Moss. I own Zach Moss. Um uh, in in our most important league, and from what I understand, he's still injured. Yeah, um, and Tyler Noodle Arm Hundley, um, they're I, keeping it hush hush though. They're like not let. So that makes me think that maybe he'll psst. play. It's it's it, it's a it's a Saturday morning. Check the news. Um, Don't tell people on Smokey and the Bandit CFB that Zach Moss may be injured. Yeah, he is. He's he he's, he he may be injured. That's right. Well, if he's injured, I just hope they keep feeding the ball to the tight end because I do have Utah's tight end. You know, he's had one good game uh, out of the three because I think they had a bye week. But I'm taking what's the spread on this? Washington State's favored by how much? Six. Uh, Washington State is underdog by six. Utah by Utah. Oh, Utah. Dude, I'm taking Washington State because I don't see the Utah defense that couldn't stop the third string USC quarterback stopping Anthony Gordon and the explosion and Tyle Noodle Arm Hundley 
with if Zach Moss is out, I don't know where Utah's getting the offense to hang with Washington State, and that Utah defense just ain't that good. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I should go that way. I, I think you've made compelling points across the board for Washington State. I think about these games this year on the podcast. I know you're, you actually put a lot of thought. That that was a lot of thought, but I'm going to overrule your objection, um, counselor. I am going to go with Utah in this game. I just have a feeling at home. I think we're going to get Zach Moss. I think he's going to play. Um, I mean, it's a, it, 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 he just has the, um, what was the guy from Lethal Weapon? Um, Mel Gibson's character. Riggs? Martin Riggs. Martin Riggs. He has the Martin Riggs injury. He has a sep- He had a separated shoulder. My view on it is you just pop it back in and you just get ready to go, right? So just pop back in the shoulder. Get ready to go, Zach Moss. You should be fine. It's not a leg injury. He can do it. He should play. Yeah, but is, like it, is it his ball-carrying arm? Um, That one, I, I can't I, – I don't know which shoulder it is. Yeah. Yeah, because I could see it being more of an issue if it's his ball carrying arm. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna look that up while we go into the last game, final game on the podcast for for this week, twelfth game. We got Ohio State and the fighting Justin Fields going into Nebraska to fight the uh, what's Gonzalez's first? I can't remember that. Her, what, whoever Nebraska's quarterback is, Adrian Martinez. Point. Adrian Martinez. Um, Adrian Martinez. Uh, uh, Ohio State 17 point favorites in this one not a lot of respect for Nebraska what do you think it's funny because you and I have both owned Nebraska do you still own Nebraska's defense in the the Tech Mobile college I, I I still I still have them yep yeah their defense ain't that good which you told me and I cut them they had a great first week for me I could have used them against you actually because I think they put up a lot of points when you destroyed me but Adrian Martinez has just not looked right. Sure, he's going to get you some running yards. He just has not looked like the top four pick that I think I had him. I think I had him ranked as the fourth quarterback this year. Uh, Justin Fields, Strawberry Fields, uh, he's going to run all over this defense. Uh, I am liking, I am playing this league. I had 40 points. Did you see what my boy Wendell Robinson did last week? No, I didn't see that. I didn't see uh, that. Did you he, see my boy Andrew Parchment put up another 30 points? Yeah, we'll let you talk a little Kansas after this. But anyway, Robinson, they're, they're starting to use him like uh, more at Purdue. He had 14 rushing carries, and he had he had like 11 catches, and he had like 14. He had like 40-some-up points. I had him on the bench. Fortunately, Anthony Gordon saved my butt. I think Ohio State, this is when we find out how good this Ohio State team is. They should roll by 30 points in this game, 28 at least. What's the spread again? Um, 17. I think Ohio State covers this spread with Strawberry Fields. Okay, so I'm going to read you a couple teams. I want you to tell me what the, what, why I'm reading you these teams. Florida Atlantic, Cincinnati, Indiana, Miami of Ohio. What do those four teams have in common? All teams Ohio State didn't cover the spread against? <laughs> no, I think they did actually cover the spread. But those are the four teams that Ohio State's played. Oh, bunch of nobodies. Point. A bunch yeah. of nobodies, right? Nebraska, on the other hand, you know, if you look at their schedule, they've played Michigan uh, State. Play, they, Illinois played Nebraska no, pretty tough, though. Uh, Illinois played them pretty tough, but they played Colorado. They went to Colorado and they they did lose that game. But they've played a couple of teams with some decent offenses, is the thing. So I like Nebraska in this one just because I just think that we're going to see some close games. We haven't seen – we've seen some good games so far in, in, in the college football season. I think this is going to be a good one, a sneaky good primetime 
every primetime game's been close so far this year, right? So Georgia Notre Dame was the primetime game la uh, last week. It was close, and I think before that um, we had uh, Clemson and Texas A and M was close, and then before that I'm, I'm just no trying to no think no about no no. I think it, uh, Clemson destroyed A and M. No, they didn't cover against A and M. Hmm. It, was, it wasn't a close game. I listened to that. It game wasn't close. It was, it was wasn't close. You're, you're you're right on that one. Washington um, State, UCLA, LSU, Texas was, that was a great game. That was, was a, a good game. game. So that so I mean we've got we've got Oregon, Auburn to start the season. Florida, that, that Kentucky, Florida, Kentucky. <laughs> it wasn't a primetime game, but anyway, I just think that there's just this trend of the primetime games delivering. Um, and I I like Nebraska, Army, Michigan, like Army, Michigan, another 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 close one. Um, Boy, I hate have, to be a Wolverine uh, fan. You know, Louisiana Monroe, Florida State. <laughs> I mean, we're going to well, go Well, you know, Louisiana Monroe, the powerhouse that they are. We have to throw some shade their way. All right, so that that does it for, for another week of the podcast. I'll let you have the last word. Well, we've got a lot of great games this week, you know, and I, I've only got one share of my boy Adrian Martinez, who's no longer my boy. I'm rolling him out there. I think you got to roll out your studs in fantasy that's the last little advice. Play your studs because the only thing that's going to piss you off more than losing is losing when one of your studs is on the bench. And for now, he's pounding down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can be done? Oh, we've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm he's pounding.